Well, hello, Patriots. Welcome to the Todd Coconato Podcast. My name is Pastor Todd. This is The Remnant, and I am coming to you live from Tulsa. And I have been attending the Health and Wellness Conference put on by my friend Clay Clark and the Thrive Time group. And uh, there's been many speakers here, including Lynn Wood and... uh, Sydney Powell was supposed to be here. I think she dropped out, but uh, Lynn Wood was here and Mike Lindell and General Flynn and many other influencers and uh, people, uh, various doctors and all different types of speakers on COVID. And they're talking about the vaccine. They're talking about the election. Uh, they're talking about our freedom, the Constitution, uh, our rights as Americans, the, the state's rights and what we need to do and how we can move forward from here where we currently are at. And many people say, well, Todd, we want to know everything you heard. And I will tell you, I had a lot of one-on-one conversations with most of the people uh, that were at the conference that were speaking. Uh, I spent a lot of time in the green room, in the media room. Uh, the night before, we went out to like, a, you know, we had a dinner together. Um, you know, I had some side meetings before that. So it's been a busy couple of days. Uh, The the conference is actually going on as I speak, and I will be going back. But I wanted to just give you guys an update because there's really bad Wi-Fi at the conference. It's at the Rama Bible College, and uh, I don't know if the system is just overwhelmed or whatnot, but I I can barely get on my Wi-Fi when I'm over there. And so I thought that I'd do an update before I go today and just kind of give you guys a heads up on what has gone down so far. So I'm going to be posting clips over the next 24 to 48 hours uh, of the various speakers. Of course, uh, the main ones being Linwood and um, General Flynn and Mike Lindell. I think those would be the speeches that most people would want to hear. I will tell you that Jim Caviezel called in uh, via Zoom or Skype, one of those. I'm not sure which one it was, but he called in and he actually dropped a bombshell. His bombshell was he talked about adrenochrome. And I know there's many of you that's, that have never even heard of adrenochrome before, and you're asking me, what is that? So Jim Gaviezel kind of goes into a, a little explanation of it in the video, and I will uh, I did post it on my personal page on Facebook, but I'll be posting it uh, and, you know, on rmntnews.com as well uh, as soon as I get a chance. I'm just kind of overwhelmed, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. There's so much going on. Uh, a lot of different people out here that I promised time with and different things. And so it's been hard for me to post. And uh, when I get back, I will be like in a posting frenzy. And I promise you, I'll post every highlight, every bombshell and everything that I think you need to know uh, that went down at the conference. But right now, uh, rather than going through all those things, I'll, let me just finish my uh, thought on uh, Jim Caviezel. So he's working on a uh, an anti-sex trafficking movie that will bring awareness to uh, the, the massive business of sex trafficking, which uh, many people are just now kind of starting to open their eyes and understand that that's pretty much primarily where many of the missing kids around the world end up is in uh, sex trafficking, the sex trade industry, where they are uh, a very, very sad, very, very scary situation, but they are trafficked and it has become one of the most lucrative uh, black markets in the world. Uh, you know, second only to the drug trade, which again, it's, it's a massive, massive industry. And unfortunately, there's a lot of suppression when it comes to bringing awareness. In fact, they'll even censor you. And it's so bizarre. You think, why would anybody censor somebody talking about 
sex trafficking. I mean, you would think that anybody with a, a good mind, a good heart, you know, good intentions, a, a good human being, if you will, would want to see kids rescued. The fact that people are actually, um, you know, against children being rescued or, or bringing awareness to this very nefarious uh, industry is, is mind-blowing. But I think, you know, when it really comes down to it through my investigation is what I found is the reason why they don't want you talking about this is unfortunately, this is very, very scary and true. It implicates many elites around the world, many people in various positions of government, uh, in Hollywood, um, you know, very wealthy individuals, uh, CEOs, and many of the people that we would refer to as deep state people. Um, so that it's, it's, a, it's a broad um, you know, deep, far-reaching, um, you know, I mean, lack of a better word, a cabal of people that are involved in this horrible, nefarious, uh, you know, sex trafficking industry. And, uh, and you know, when we blow the lid off of it, it, it would implicate many people in, in the world right now that, that are prominent individuals. So it's, it's really, it's crazy, it's bizarre, but I'm happy that it's, it's becoming, you know, more mainstreamed. And to hear Jim Caviezel talking about adrenochrome, you know, wow. I mean, so I, you know, I'll probably get kicked off this stream if I get into some of these things in depth. But what I would advise you to do is study adrenochrome and what Jim Caviezel is referring to. Uh, because I think that it's eye-opening and it's, um, you know, one of the reasons why people like myself do what we do. You know, somebody asked me recently, they said, uh, do you do anything with the sex trafficking, the sex trade industry when it comes to bringing awareness? I said, absolutely. That's one of our core, um, you know, areas that we, we want to bring awareness and we want to focus on because it's such a disturbing and unfortunately not enough people know about it, uh, this industry. So, uh, you know, just one of many things that we're working on, of course, election integrity is taking the forefront. And, uh, but I would, you know, every Christian should know about what's going on in the sex trafficking industry, the cartels, the coyotes, uh, the connection to what's going on at the border right now, the connection to the elites, the connections to Epstein Island and uh, many of the things that went down with, with the Jeffrey Epstein situation and, the, and all the different people, the famous people that were on the flight logs. Look into this stuff, folks. This is real stuff. It's not conspiracy. Now, of course, there's always going to be people that take it to another level and you know, maybe make some things up, but, but the, the, the core story, again, as a, as a truth teller, as a pastor, as a Christian, as an investigative journalist, it is my duty to report to you the truth. And uh, it is a very real situation. Unfortunately, uh, some people in government, some people in high positions in our society are entangled in this web. And this is one of the main reasons why they don't want us talking about it because many people would get in a lot of trouble and we see and we hear stories where, you know, the mainstream media is kind of forced to report on certain things, but they kind of keep those stories, you know, suppressed and you don't hear much reporting. Um, they pick the narratives that they want to go after. They pick the stories that they want to blow up. And most of those stories are propagandized to uh, cause division in our society. That's what we're seeing. Uh, I was just talking to my friend, Will Johnson, who's a, who's another influencer and, you know, he's out there doing podcasts as well and African-American guy, man of God. And we were just talking about how insane it is. You know, him and I are about the same age. And, you know, when we went to school, you know, there wasn't, uh, you know, major divisions in, when it comes to race. 
in the 80s and 90s, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, you know, we had friends of all colors and we all hung out together. And honestly, we didn't even really think much about it. And as he was saying, it didn't really, you know, until the Obama administration in the modern era, did this whole race situation start to get uh, really blown up again. And now it's become a major societal issue because of all the reporting and the uh, slanted, um, yeah, the slanted reporting of the mainstream corporate media that are basically in bed with the deep state. And they have this agenda to segment society once again, to separate us by race, by color, you know, and, uh, and really, you know, pin us against each other. I think they do this in order to divide and conquer and also to achieve their political goals, which we know are socialism and communism and pushing forward this one world global government uh, and the Great Reset, many of the things that they're working on very feverishly, and they're doing it in an, at an accelerated pace. And so that's why we're seeing dramatic changes and things that, you know, um, a pastor friend of mine that's out here with me, you know, we were talking about this last night, but I mean, you know, if we would have just said some of the things that are going on a year ago, and I mentioned this a lot in my broadcast, you know, just, just maybe a year, year and a half ago, go back in time, if you go back in time, and you find your former you know, version of you, you know, a year, half and a, a year and a half ago, and you were to tell them, hey, you know, in a very short time, there's going to be this, you know, virus, and they're going to blow up the numbers, and they're going to lock everybody down for a while and close every business, the whole planet's going to be on lockdown, and, uh, you know, they're going to take the numbers from the flu numbers, and, you know, they're going to they're gonna tell you that all these people are dying, and uh, they're going to cause mass fear and panic, and, uh, you know, uh, eventually there's going to be a vaccine and then they're going to start forcing people, you know, if you don't take it, then you're not going to be able to do certain things and they're going to, you know, people's jobs are going to be at stake. And, you know, if I were to tell people these things, if I were to tell the year and a half ago version of myself, these things, I would have thought I was crazy, you know, and then there's going to be this thing that they're going to call the great reset where they're going to, you know, completely reinvent the financial institutions of the world and completely reinvent the way that we trade and work and, you know, our, our traveling abilities are going to be limited. And I mean, if I were to, th could you imagine just a few years ago, if, if somebody would have told you all these things, you would have said, you're absolutely crazy. That will never happen. Well, here we are. And I, I wish I could tell you that these things are only, uh, you know, this is just the end and that's it. That's all we're going to have to deal with. But this is actually just the beginning of, of a, a more um, broad-based, uh, larger overarching agenda that is coming down the pike. And so it is my job, which is a very hard job, a job that I get persecuted, literally um, targeted, attacked. You know, my life is literally uh, targeted because of this. And I, I don't speak much about it, but you know, the people that I'm with here in Tulsa, they get it because many of them are going through the same things. In fact, to be honest, most of them have security detail and uh, having a security detail is an expensive thing. It's an extra cost. And, you know, just to think that you're at that place where you have to have security with you because people want to harm you or even kill you, you know, why? Well, it's because the, the elites and the dark forces of this world, you know, it's a spiritual battle at the highest of levels and we're exposing what their agenda and their plans are. They don't want you knowing, they want you kept in, um, you know, uh, confusion and um, like, a, like a veil, you know, they're kind of like the Wizard of Oz behind the you know, behind the veil. And they want you to think that all these things that they're pushing, you know, there's no conspiracy that, you know, just take them at face value and everybody's got to wear a mask and everybody should be getting vaccinated. You know, these are the things that they're, 
as they're pushing this agenda and, and the very people that that are I call them the central planners of the world, you know, but it's like the the Davos group, you know, and the, and the um, or the World Economic Forum, you may know them as, um, you know, the Bilderberg Group, the Council of Foreign Relations, uh, you know, many of these globalist entities, the World Bank, uh, you know, that have this agenda. And so these are all forbidden topics. You can't talk about these things. You can't talk about what just happened in the U.S. elections. You can't question it. You notice anybody that does, their account becomes suspended. They take it down. There's no um, freedom to to have uh, opposition views and to speak truth from a factual standpoint. If they don't like the facts, instead of arguing you, which you know in, in the old days there would be uh, a free free flowing you know uh, argument of ideas where you could debate over issues, and even if you know one person didn't agree with the other, they would be able to have the conversation. Well, now what they do is they just take you down, they censor you. They silence you. They come after you. They threaten you. They they want to put fear in you, and so many people because of that don't speak out or kind of undercover. You know, they're like an undercover patriot, but you know, many people wouldn't really know that they're watching videos like this. And uh, meanwhile, it's a massive movement, and you're by no means the minority. You are the majority. There's, I mean, when we go places, I'll tell you, it's just it's unbelievable how many people say, "I listen to your broadcast. Thank you for what you're doing." I'm just a microcosm of the overall movement of the truth movement and the people that are going to alternative media. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird that God would call a pastor to do these types of things. Cause as I often say, I would much rather just, you know, preach a message like I did for 20 so years, but, uh, God has called me to, you know, step into this arena to inform because it really all connects to what's going on, you know, from a biblical standpoint and where we are on the overall timeline. But it's important that we understand these things because there's a mass deception and many people are deceived and many people don't understand what's actually going on. You know, sometimes it's even your spouse, it's people in your own household, you know, people around you, your friends. And for whatever reason, I always tell people, for whatever reason, God chose to wake you up. And, you know, it's, it's humbling that God would choose us. And, uh, okay, well, God, you chose us. Now what, right? You know, well, now what do I do with this information? And that's what we really need to ask God because there's different things that, you know, God will call one person to do one thing and another person to do another thing. Um, so, you know, this is kind of where we're at. Um, so, yeah, Jim Caviezel talked about Andrina Chrome. Lynn Wood got up there, you know, declared that President Trump was president still. Uh, you got people here that are saying, uh, you know, that, that the military is in control. You know, I've talked to, there was a gentleman that he said he served 20 years as a Navy SEAL uh, and still is in connection with many of the uh, people that are operators right now that are in the SEALs, uh, you know, this guy knew SEAL Team 6, he knew many of the people, he knew some of the, the commanders, you know, the commanding officers over the SEAL team. I mean, he broke down the entire, uh, you know, command structure to me and, you know, different things. And this gentleman is telling me that the military is in control. And I said, well, wow, you know, that's great to hear from somebody uh, with your background, because uh, I've definitely heard other people saying that. Uh, but, you know, for you to say that and being a military man yourself, who is actually, you know, a SEAL, uh, that, that holds some credibility. So thank you. Now, regardless of that, I still, as a reporter, you know, to you, I can't say that I'm able to verify that other than this man just saying that. This is one of the first times I've actually had somebody of that stature telling me uh, where I can actually report this to you. But I know many people have said the military's in control. You know, other than a few things like that, I have not been able to verify that. I told you I spoke to some high-level ex-Trump administration people, which told me that was simply not the case. And that's what I've told you. Uh, previous to this, because that's what they've said is that it's not the case. And, 
you know, don't spread that around because people would be deceived if they hear that. And I know people are saying that. That's what I was told from a former Trump uh, official. So that's kind of where I've been going because, uh, you know, that person has a lot of credibility. Um, I know that they did have security clearance and they told me that, no, the military did not do what they were supposed to do. And that's uh, we're actually in a very dangerous place right now as a nation and uh, as people that care about our Constitution. So um, so this man, that's the special forces guy out here that I talked to. This is one of the first people that, like I said, is a credible person that has told me that he believes that the military is in control and that they're waiting. So his story is that they're waiting, uh, you know, to kind of bring a bunch of evidence against, uh, you know, the cabal and the deep state for what they've done. Now, uh, that's really all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but I will tell you, you know, Mike Lindell continues to say that he's going to be dumping a bunch of new information when it comes to proof about the 2020 election fraud. And he is uh, saying that within the next week or so that some of that's going to start happening on his new social media site called Frank Speech. So uh, we'll have to stay tuned for that. Of course, I will report on it as it comes. Um, I am confident in believing and trusting Mike Lindell uh, to some extent, you know, when it comes to I think he's a patriot. I think he's got good intentions. I, I believe what he's saying. I don't think he would just say it for the sake of saying it. I think that there is additional tr uh, proof that's come out. Uh, even General Flynn has uh, sp spoke along those lines um, that there's several key things going on right now that are very important uh, in this whole um, you know, effort to show and prove what just went down in 2020. So there are ongoing efforts, friends, um, very much so. Uh, the election integrity issue for our organization, what we're doing is, I would say, pretty much number one right now. Um, you know, looking ahead and trying to secure the elections for 2022 and 2024, making sure that they're done in an integrous manner, uh, making sure that, you know, their voter ID is implemented, making sure that there's major changes to secure the voting because many people have been disenfranchised and lost uh, hope in a fair election, including myself. And uh, people like, um, let's see, General Flynn and others have said uh, that, you know, there's really no point in running in any election unless we get the system fixed before we go into the next election. I agree. Uh, I think that there needs to be an overall major, major fix because we can never see what happened in 2020 happen again. Uh, that would be a catastrophe. And, um, you know, we don't believe that anybody that's an America first person, unless they absolutely overwhelm the system and the algorithms and all the different things could really win again uh, because the, the system is rigged. So, um, you know, there needs to be a fix. And there is there is uh, an effort uh, with the state legislators in several states. I want to say it's eight states uh, where they've made some changes to the election rules and uh, have put in uh, harder, um, you know, more stringent uh, rules as far as uh, making sure that the votes are from legal people that should be voting and not just from, um, you know, bots and trolls or whatever you want to call it. I guess it wouldn't be bots, but, you know, they call them phantom voters, which are just non-existent people, people that are not real, uh, that are voting. And then, of course, there's the dead people. So you got the phantom voters, the dead people. Uh, excuse me, please don't go. You know, I said bots and I can't erase what I said already, but bots, that, that's not what's happening when it comes to uh, the ballots. But bots, I guess you could say, you know, with the algorithms, there's a similarity there. It is a computer algorithm. So that is where the computer algorithms come in. And we know that Smartmatic and uh, the hammer and scorecard and things that General McNamara has been talking about, uh, that's where um, that would that would come into play. So 
Uh, so, you know, you got the, the ballots, the phantom voters. We've talked about this in depth in the past. Um, you know, all the different things that happen on the precinct level, um, you know, the various plants and people that they put in their Democrat operatives. We saw that uh, in the dome. Remember uh, that woman that was pulling ballots from under the table? Um, you know, so there's there's so many different things that happen when it comes to corruption and fraud in the 2020 election that all need to be fixed. And these are the things that the state legislators are working on, but they have to get rid of these machines. And so there needs to be more public awareness about what's happened with these machines. And some of these audits that are currently going on could bring attention to that uh, should they prove, uh, you know, more. I mean, there was just one done in Antrim County where they uh, talked about uh, modems, which would mean that the systems can be connected to the Internet. And so, um, you know, let's just pray that all these things come out. Uh, but, you know, that's that's kind of the, you know, they're looking ahead and then they're looking behind at 2020 and fixing, you know, trying to prove what just happened. And then if all that comes out, you know, many people say, well, what's going to happen then? You know, I mean, the, the evidence comes out. So what is anybody going to do anything? And we've talked about this in depth, too. But if this is the first time you're hearing me report on it, I'll just kind of go over it a little bit. But what we'd have to do is win in the court of public opinion to where so many people are now aware of what's happened in 2020, that they would then, uh, you know, there would be a public outcry that would force officials, judges, and other people in positions of power here in the United States to become an enforcement mechanism where they would look in further to other machines and other places. And it would be a cascading effect, which eventually uh, would cause a mass awakening for people to understand, yes, this really did happen. It's not a conspiracy. Where at that point, then they would be forced. They would force the hand of justice, whether it be the Supreme Court or the court system, or whether it be law enforcement via the FBI and other uh, law enforcement entities. So, um, you know, that it is possible. There's no um, time limit, uh, if you will, on the elections. Um, you know, there's no, uh, you know, it, it could be a year from now, whenever it happens, um, it's still valid because uh, it's proof and proof is proof. And so um, I think I don't think the efforts are in vain. Uh, I think we're, we're on the right course in what we're doing and what we're trying to do, um, bringing public awareness, finding alternative platforms, uh, alternative places where we can speak and not be censored so that we can disseminate this information uh, to more and more people to bring awareness. Uh, and, you know, we're going to be doing that through various methods. We're under cyber attack. I mean, guys, I can't tell you when you help us uh, in this effort financially, you're really undergirding a massive effort. So thank you for your support. And it's extremely needed. You can go to toddcoconado.com slash give, toddcoconado.com slash give and help us out. You can just go to my website. Um, but, you know, these these efforts are extremely important and um, and we're going to be continuing to, to do this. Uh, and, 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 you know, me bringing the awareness through Remnant News and through the ministry and the different things that we can do. Um, what else guys? So, um, yeah, like there's varying views at the conference. I will tell you, there are the people that still think president Trump is president. There's the other people that say we're in a very bad place. Uh, some people feel like we're going into communism. So, you know, there's not one unison view, if you will, but, but I will say one thing that many people do believe where there's more unity is, is that God is on the move in our nation and that many people feel that we're going to, we're walking into a very powerful season of revival and great awakening. Uh, I would agree to, with that. I think we are, no matter what what happens, either if persecution gets more intense and things get worse, or if there's a major breakthrough and what's been done in darkness is brought to light, which is, of course, what we've been praying, uh, either of the cases there, uh, I still believe there's going to be revival and a massive harvest. And that's something to look forward to. And I can already see pockets of revival, as I call it, around the country. Uh, I did put up a post where I said, I think this particular event that I'm reporting on 
uh, could be what I call the shot heard around the world. And that was actually something that somebody else said. So I don't want to take credit for that. Um, I don't recall who it was, but I would agree the shot hurled around the world, meaning this was a, a defining moment where patriots stood up and became more and more informed and realized that we have to get engaged. General Flynn's message is we need to get engaged. My message is we need to get engaged at the community level. We need to get engaged at every uh, you know city council, school board. You know, we need to be present. We need to bring 10 people with us. We need to be pushing back against the agenda of the deep state. Uh, all the, the various things like critical race theory and, uh, you know, the, the transgender movement and all the things that they're pushing uh, with all the genders and different things. And, um, you know, we have to push back in these areas. And not only that, but of course, with election integrity issues, we need to be in their faces, get involved at the precinct level, you know, become a poll watcher. Um, you know, be, be the change. We have to do this. I know it's extra work. Uh, I know you don't really make money for it. I know, uh, you know, you got a lot on your plate. It's, it's hard enough just to live in this current time. Uh, many people are struggling. I totally get that. But if you're able, um, of course, prayer is also extremely important. Uh, cover people, intercessory prayer, like myself that are on the front lines, uh, you know, for protection against the attacks, against the financial attacks. Um, those things are all extremely helpful because I will tell you guys, there's days where I'm physically and, and mentally exhausted and uh, the enemy wants me to quit. I know he does. Um, you know, this is a battle at the highest level between light versus darkness and uh, you are, you know, the resistance <laughs> and, uh, and we are standing for righteousness and we're standing for truth. And uh, so, you know, uh, let me think if there's anything else that I want to tell you guys. Um, yeah. So, you know, varying views. Uh, the varying views are from people that are credible. I'm not just reporting what some Joe, you know, Schmo told me. I'm reporting people that have been in the military that are currently active, uh, former generals, uh, people that have been in positions of power in the government, ex-intelligence people. Um, so these aren't just Joe Schmoes that are saying this stuff. Um, and, and, you know, before we just go and discount a lot of this stuff as conspiracy or as fake, we have to recall that there's probably more going on here uh, than, than meets the eye uh, because there is a battle. Uh, you know, the, obviously the deep state is making their move. They're coming after guns. They're coming after our rights. They're coming after our religious liberty and freedom. Uh, they're coming after the family unit. They're coming after truth tellers. They're coming after pastors. You know, they're doing all that they can to rage and the enemy is raging right now. He comes to devour. He comes to kill, steal and destroy but God says he comes to bring life and life more abundantly. And so the truth will set the captive free. And as we continue to stand for righteousness and continue to speak the truth, I believe God is gonna move on our behalf and he responds to the prayers of the righteous. And I do believe there is a coming revival in the United States. I've never seen more and more people waking up than right now. Uh, many people that used to attack me are now reaching out to me and saying, Pastor Todd, we wanna know more. That is encouraging and it's developing and it's kind of shocking, to be honest, because, you know, I remember some of these very people hating me and, you know, they kind of just pretend like they never did. And they're like, hey, Pastor Todd, like they're my best friend. Uh, so, you know, I'm fine with that. I have a heart to forgive and move forward. And hey, if you just woke up, welcome. You know, you've come out of the matrix and, and glad you took the red pill. And we have work to do. We have work to do to save our country. Uh, we have work to do to get the truth out there. People have to know what's actually going on. And that's the things that we're talking about. I vow to you, I'm not just gonna report on some crumbs 
You know, if, if it's an opinion, I'll let you know. I want a long-term relationship, not a short-term relationship. Um, you know, uh, I'll always back, you know, if I, like when I said bots a few minutes ago and then I told you, wait a minute, that's not actually what I mean. I mean, I'm doing my very best and it's very difficult because it's all, it's in my head. I don't have notes here, you know, um, a lot of stuff going on in my mind. Uh, but the reason why I'm reporting this is because I'm doing my best as a truth teller to let you know what's actually going on in our country right now. Uh, because we see the fake news media, our propaganda, 90% owned by six corporations. We see the big tech companies trying to censor voices of truth. Uh, they take down our feeds. They come after our accounts. They blow up our accounts. And as I keep telling you guys, I don't know how long Facebook is going to keep Pastor Todd Cognato on. So make sure you follow me on my website. It's got, you can go at toddcognato.com slash find me, find me. And uh, you will see all the different places where I'm posting on the free speech platforms. By the way, we're going to be adding another free speech platform called Pure Social on top of Frank Speech, which is also coming. So we're going to be out there on all these free speech platforms doing broadcasts just like this. But I will implore you to get off Facebook, at least to some extent, you can keep your account, but you know, follow me on these other places because otherwise we're going to lose connection. You know, one of these days, I'm just going to be gone. You're going to be like, what happened to Pastor Todd? Well, I'll tell you what happened. They're censoring. They're coming after us. I just talked to my buddy. His YouTube channel, which was like his number one source of revenue, just got taken down. And that's it. So now he lost massive amount of revenue. He's a truth teller. Now, this is what happened to me, guys, is, is that I'm not able to make money on any of the ads, on any of the things, Facebook, YouTube, no monetization. They've, they've totally disarmed me in that area. But because of you and your support, I'm able to still do what I'm doing, and this is a huge battle. If they shut people like me down, a pastor who stands for religious liberty and freedom here in the United States, who, who is literally uh, promising you and giving you his word to speak only truth and uh, do my very best, of course I get it wrong once in a while, but I tell you when I do, but the thing is is that guys like me are the biggest threat to them. They don't want us speaking. And so you are the only way that we can continue to do this. Otherwise, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, I'm sure other people will be there and, you know, God will just continue to move. But what I'm saying is, is that it's, it's a warfare. It's, it's spiritual warfare at the highest of levels. It's a fight for our nation, the very soul of our nation, the future of our nation. The reason why I do this, General Flynn said the same thing. He looks at his grandchildren. He looks at his kids. I look at my kids, you know, my kid. And I say, this is what I need to do. I need to stand for truth. I want to give America over to the next generation, the, the, the same freedoms that we had, the inalienable rights given to us by God, not by government, by God. God gave us these rights and they're trying to take them away. They're trying to say that we need their permission to not wear something on our face, that we are forced to wear something on our face, that we're forced to take a vaccine, that we can't travel, that we can't communicate, that we can't speak freely. Can you imagine in America? So we, this is our time. It's either we stand up now or we just give up. And, and if we give up, we might as well just go into the tribulation. And, we're, and I don't believe we're there yet. But, you know, it's like a fake tribulation right now. The enemy's trying to make it look like we're actually in the tribulation. I don't believe we're there yet. But I think, excuse me, I think we're in the birth pangs. I think we're getting close. I think the hour is late. But I think there's going to be this massive great awakening. And, I, and I, I think this is the time for, look at my shirt, 1776. You know, that's where we're at right now. It's our version of it. And I'm not saying to get militant and to get violent, 
But we need to do what we can do by bringing awareness, by being intercessors, by undergirding financially in efforts to, to uh, show and speak the truth in, in, in bringing you know, our nation for uh, you know better election system, election integrity, fighting for what happened in 2020, fighting to save these kids and bring awareness. I mean, there's just so many different things that we need to be doing. And if we don't do it now, friends, time is going to run out for our nation because um, you know God is always going to be on the throne. He knows what's going on, obviously. He's with us even till the end of the age. But it is crucial, critical, and important that we understand where we are on the timeline. So if you have any additional questions for me, feel free to reach out, todd.coconado at rlcus.org. Um, if you are in any type of um, you know, trouble and uh, you know your church is under attack, your ministry is under attack, reach out to me as well. Um, but we are here to stand with you and you are standing with us and we are doing this together. You are remnant warriors. You are what, I mean, I'm telling you, I've never met a, a cooler group of people, a, a more precious group of people than the remnant warriors. Uh, you are what keeps us going. And there are days when I'm extremely tired, but you keep us going. So thank you. Thank you for your heart. If you don't feel like I'm thanking you enough, I'm please wholeheartedly right now saying thank you. Thank you. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes to think about what you have done and what you're able to do in being a part of this very important mission. So God bless you. And uh, we'll come live again soon. Uh, but that is my report for today. Very good people out here. Uh, thank you to Clay Clark, my friend, and many others that are doing a great work. And, uh, and you know, we're going to continue to speak truth, and I'll, I'll come again live soon. God bless you.